Welcome, welcome. This week's episode is called The Smallness Trap. It's very appropriate as we're right now holding at a time where a lot of people are going to be making New Year's resolutions as well as we're starting Shailadim. People are going to be taking on different stuff regarding trying to grow in their personal Kedusha and their personal holiness. So let's talk about The Smallness Trap and what it is. You know, we're always told that we have to dream big, shoot for the moon, go reach the stars. Big people think big, small people think small. This is all very true when we're trying to figure out what our goal is, where we're trying to head in life, what you want your life to look like. But we all know this feeling, or at least most of us do. We're feeling inspired. We decide we're going to make an improvement, whether it's in tefillah, limita taira, exercise, diet, whatever it is. And either it doesn't happen or it doesn't last. We can't understand why. We were so fired up. We really intended to make this change. We thought this time it would happen, and it doesn't happen. It doesn't last. Why is that? They did a study once, and they studied two groups of people who wanted to lose 35 pounds. One group had a goal of losing 35 pounds. One group had a goal of losing one pound a week. And they realized that the group of people that had a goal of losing just one pound a week did far better than the group of people that were trying to lose 35 pounds. And what was the reason for that? The reason that they came out was that 35 pounds seemed like a tremendous number. It seemed like it was very far very far removed from the person. It was a, a large goal. One pound a week seemed very attainable and very doable, and therefore those people that had a goal that was small, that seemed attainable, and that seemed doable, even though they really wanted to hit that 35-pound number also, but they had much more success in sticking to their diet. Very often we think to ourselves, we'd like to improve our davening, our learning. What happens? The Yitzhar comes to us, and he starts encouraging us to think big. We have to start waking up extra early. We have to dive in the whole tefillah with extra kavana. We have to learn an extra hour each day without any interruptions and so on and so forth. We don't realize that this is our Yitzhar because the ideas are really good ideas and very big ideas. They're just too big for us right now. So what happens? Either we get scared off and we don't actually start doing anything or we start, we burn out quickly and then it's over. What you have to realize is that after you have your big vision, you have this idea of where you want to go, you have to plan a series of steps that will get you there. You can't jump before you could walk. You can't crawl before you, you can't walk before you can crawl. You have to take it one step at a time. You have to look at the steps that are actionable right now. What happens though? We look at those steps and we feel like they're just not big enough. We feel like it's pointless. Imagine for a moment you said, you know what? I'm going to come three minutes earlier than I do to daveni each morning. This would give you the ability to put in your talis and fill in a few months earlier. Maybe you would say daven a little bit, a little bit slower, a little bit more kavana. Maybe you would say something that you never have a chance to say, such as maybe Akeda or karbanis or whatever it is. But what happens? We have this idea to come three minutes earlier, and right away we start to feel stupid. We say to ourselves, oh, what's three minutes? It's such a small amount of time. I can't accomplish anything worthwhile in three minutes. We would feel dumb even telling somebody that, hey, I decided that I'm going to start coming three minutes earlier every single day to daven. We feel dumb just telling anybody because we, we, it seems to be such a small and insignificant number. So what happens? Usually, we don't end up doing it at all. But here's what's interesting. If three minutes was a small and insig insignificant number, zero minutes is an even smaller and an even more insignificant number. But so often, 
because the three minutes just seems too small, we say, hey, we're not going to do the three minutes. And what we actually do is nothing, which is even smaller and even more insignificant. One of the biggest tools the Yitzhahara has in his tool chest is smallness, insignificance. This can manifest itself in a few different ways. And if you dig deep, all these different ways are really connected. The Yitzhahara wants us to feel that we are small and insignificant. Or, and, he wants us to feel that it's actually we're taking a small and insignificant. He wants us to keep us small-minded, thinking small. Very often, in our quest for perfection, that gets in the way of doing something good. We get so bogged down with analysis paralysis, constantly thinking, is this the right thing? Is this good enough? Is this too big? Is this too small? That we end up doing nothing at all. James Clear wrote in his book, Atomic Habits, making a choice that is 1% better or 1% worse seems insignificant in the moment. But over the span of the many moments that make up a lifetime, these choices determine the difference between who you are and who you could be. Success, he writes, is the product of daily habits, not once-in-a-lifetime transformations. He continues, if you could get 1% better each day for one year, at the end of the year, you'll end up 37 times better. It's only when looking back two or five or ten years later that the value of good habits and the cost of bad ones become strikingly apparent. You know, we were learning about tefillah, and someone asked him that he's not ready to come earlier or spend more time davening. He said that he felt very discouraged that there's nothing he could do. You know, like, he's not ready to come earlier, he's not ready to spend more time davening, but he does want to improve his tefillah, so what could he do? I told him there's so much he could do. I told him pick any pasuk in ashray or any line in tefillah, make that line yours. You're going to say that pasuk slowly and with kavana. One line. Yes, it's small, but so what? Is that a reason not to do it? Just because it's small, so you'd rather do nothing at all? Isn't nothing at all even smaller than something small? Doing something, anything, no matter how small, will always be better than doing nothing. Besides for the fact that over time it actually accumulates into something significant, but it also shows where we're at. It shows what we value. It shows where we're going. It shows what we're trying to do. Right? We say, Rahmana liba Baruch wants our hearts. We're showing where our hearts are when we say that this thing, I am going to work on it, even though it's small, because I'm not ready to take on something bigger yet, but I'm not going to not do anything either. I'm going to do what I could do right now. We're showing HaKadosh Baruch Hu where our hearts really are. We're doing something, and something will always be better than nothing. You know, Hashem can make something from nothing. Our job is to do something over nothing. Let's try to live a little higher and embrace all the small actions we can take. Every journey starts by taking one small step. This may be one small step for us, but it's a giant leap for our ruchnius, a huge step towards greatness.